Hello, everybody. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Brian. I was expecting that. <laughs> I was expecting that. Awesome intro there. And this is Brian versus Brian. Hell, howdy. Thanks for clicking on us. Um, episode 106, Black Phone. Uh, directed by Scott Derrickson. Uh, based on The Black Phone by Joe Hill. I guess it's a book. Stephen King's uh, son, which makes a whole lot of sense. This feels very Stephen Kingish. Oh, Stephen King's son. <laughs> yeah, it's his pen name is Joe Hill. Uh, um, but up, up, released June twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. Still in theaters too. If you wanted to check it out, and I saw that it's still playing. Mm-hmm. Um, now on Peacock as well. Uh, budget sixteen eighteen million. That's pretty small. Yeah. Uh, box office hundred fifty million. That's, that's what's pretty up. Good return. That's what's that's up, a yeah. Pretty, it's a pretty good return, I think. Yeah. With some Blair Witch numbers. <laughs> hey. <laughs> just uh, buy a fucking tent and rake in the cash. <laughs> oh god. Uh, I didn't realize this was like a a timepiece from the trailers, like. I thought it was set in modern day, but it's set in the seventies. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a good seventies romp. You know what I mean? Because you always get with the with seventies romp. You the thing that I love about it is you get some good needle drops. It's like you're like, oh shit, a little free yeah. ride. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. I was. I didn't. I guess it says the year in the beginning. I didn't notice that. I didn't see it. And I'm getting snacks or something. And then uh, I was like. These guys' clothes are weird. Is this set in the seventies? But um, that guy, the director Scott Derrickson, he did um, one of my favorite uh, scary movies, horror movies, Exorcism of Emily Rose. I like that one. Yes, yes, yes. Spooky. I haven't seen but it in a really long time, but I remember really like that was like 2005, I think. Yeah, that was yeah. Really good. It was scary, man, and it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. It's like look up the real story, though. It's fucking pretty brutal and sad. Um, don't get too excited though, because he also did the day the Earth stood still. So never saw it. It looked boring <laughs> as shit, but yeah. I'm Keanu. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. I'm an alien. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, sinister. So there's That's another good. good one. Yeah. Uh, Deliver us from evil. I don't remember that. That was pretty rough. Yeah. Don't watch I that. Don't one. Remember what? Uh, Doctor Strange. Pretty good. The first yeah. one. Yeah. Which eh, I thought the first Doctor Strange is just every other stupid origin movie you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty, 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 pretty much Batman. Batman Begins, but he's a surgeon. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, and I guess he left. Doctor Strange 2, and then, so that's how he ended up doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with Doctor Strange 2, if they're like, oh, Sam Raimi's available? Yeah, fire that guy. Mm-hmm. Do something. Get him out of here. Because Sam Raimi might want to join us. What this guy do? Emily Rose? Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like, uh, I don't remember, because uh, I follow him on, on Twitter. He's pretty active, but uh, I think he said something along just creative differences, whatever the fuck that means. It seems like every director has creative differences with the studio. You know, it's kind of like this uh, yeah. easy way, but like a, a PR way of saying things didn't end well. Um, 
But I do remember him when he was helming Doctor Strange. They were going with like a horror theme, like they were presenting Doctor Strange too. Like this is Marvel's first horror movie. It's going to be amazing. And then yeah, somewhere along the way, uh, he left the project, and then we got Black Phone out of it, and we got Sam Raimi doing yeah. a horror film. So I don't know. And uh, like they said, we don't like that direction, and they gave it to Sam Raimi. How do you mm-hmm. feel about horror? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, son of a bitch. Um, which is fine. I mean, I may be getting ahead of myself here, but I would argue that I think I may like this more than Doctor. I mean, they're two different movies, but uh, I thought this was a pretty. They feel tight, pretty. Great they, movie. they feel pretty similar. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> if this guy did Doctor Strange too, it'd probably be pretty damn close to the same film we got. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're both kind of. I don't know. They feel similar somehow. So, this kid, uh, bully kid, it's this kid's hard to like in the beginning, man. I was like, God, he's such a pussy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like it's like the meme with the stick. Do something. <laughs> so he get beat up and fucking thrown in the mud, and his sister yeah. comes and helps him, and she's getting her ass beaten. He's like, no sister. <laughs> Yeah. Get up, God damn it! <laughs> the worst one, the one that I think that's the hardest scene in the movie to watch for me is when I think he wakes up or something, but he hears his dad wailing yeah, on his yeah. sister with a belt. That whole scene was f- pretty tough to watch, but even in that scene, he just goes, Dad! And then his dad's like, shut the fuck up! And then they, he just stands there like, no! Do something! Go run over there yeah. and wail on his leg, for Christ's sake. I felt bad about that. I was like, and Jesse's like, man, that's brutal. And I was thinking about it. I was like, not really. I was like, in 1970, mm-hmm. you like when you when you got beat, that's exactly what it was. Even for something small, it was a belt across your ass and your back. Yeah. And that wasn't that bad. That wasn't child abuse then. Child <laughs> abuse, you'd be punching her and you know, kicking her. It was yeah. just a belt. And then he said, You gotta go watch television afterwards. So <laughs> everything's you know, I was like, it seems brutal, but that's normal as shit. <laughs> that's yeah. A, that's a mild beating in my book. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fucking awful. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty rough one. That was the one where you're like, dude, you got to do something, man. Don't just fucking stand there. So yeah, I, but that's his arc. That's you know, which is a show over kid. Um, and obviously, it's just like a single father, alcoholic. Um, from what we get. Uh, their mom goes crazy or something. It's just hearing voices, seeing things, and then uh, commit suicide. <clears throat> um, all the while, there is a, a something going on in town where the kids keep disappearing. Um, very Blair Witch style. The Grabber. Um, yeah, the Grabber. That's a very 70s name. Mm-hmm. The Grabber. Some guy abducting kids. Uh, I think they're up to like five. By yeah, the time like yeah. this kid goes, by the time it's his turn. Um. So yeah, in the beginning, we just show him getting whooped and stuff like that. Uh, establish a little bit of the family dynamic and how they like his sister always spends the night Friday nights. Obviously, she doesn't want to be at home, and uh, he can't do anything. He doesn't have any friends, so he's like always at home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah we established so, that like he can't 
he can't stand up for himself. He he sees his friend uh, yeah. beat up a bully pretty brutally, and then we we also establish he doesn't like blood, or he he's just like timid about blood. Um, we, we get through that scene, and then later he's um, his dad's passed out drunk, and he's watching a movie on TV, and there's like a, a bloody scene, and he's like freaked out by it. Um, yeah, then he. He talks to his friend and beats up the bully, and the bully is basically like, "Dude, you gotta like stand up for yourself, you know, yada yada yada." So we get all these like negative things, or these these um these bad qualities with him that he can't stick up for himself. Isn't like blood, and he's just getting this his shit rocked by these bullies. Uh, his sister seems to <laughs> seems to have those qualities that he doesn't have, which is kind of fun to watch. And uh, I think she's like one of the best characters of the movie. She has like a foul oh, yeah. mouth, but she's a uh, she's and then yeah, on, on with her. Alongside of all the stuff with Finney, you get the introduction of the fact that she has dreams and that potentially these dreams um, are like visions that are that come to fruition um, or seemingly could come to fruition uh, yeah. with the scene where the cops go and talk to her about she told a friend that she had dreams of this certain things about a crime or the kidnapping that it committed. And then, yeah, um, yeah that's which leads her to getting her ass beat by her dad. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, what the hell is his name, kid? Oh, uh, Timmy, Finney, 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 yeah. Finney. Finney. So, uh, yeah, because the little girl knew stuff like, oh, he has black balloons and black band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, finally, he gets uh abducted. Right. Um, I don't know what that guy, oh, Ethan Hawke, has. <laughs> that can he's, he's just like oh, sprays yeah. in your mouth. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Open your mouth, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, but some kind of drug, I guess. Yeah. And uh, takes him back to his man cave. And, uh, has him in there and then well, we don't know what the fucking motivation is it's very mm-hmm. strange it's a molesty vibe it's like i just want to yeah. watch you but then it's kind of a the molesty vibe is because he's like you're not going to do anything down here that you don't choose to do <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> i want it to be consensual <laughs> okay <laughs> so but that that doesn't really go anywhere. So then you're like, what's the motivation? Then is he is it murder or torture? Because he doesn't really do that to him either. Yeah. Until the end, you know, like the kids. Well, we'll get to that. But so it's like I don't know the motivation to do this, to be, like to just have him for a couple of days. Like, man, it's fun to have to watch, and then I'll I'll kill him in a bit. Yeah, yeah. So. I love the fact that we don't get that. I was I was waiting for the whole like exposition dump of when he was a kid or he works at this thing and his dad and like the whole nonsense that a lot of movies have. But they don't give you don't give anything. He's just what you see is what you get from the kid's perspective, right? So I, I kind of like that angle of it. But you don't really get a sense of what his angle is until you kind of do. Like the curtain kind of moves a little bit. And, and to avail what he's what he's what he likes to do, which is that he likes to like he likes the them to be bad so that he can punish them. He like gets his weird 
kicks out of that. I think that's what he is. He yeah, likes to kidnap kids that's and more like, of the molesty stuff. Yeah, because yeah. it's like he he wants to play naughty boy. I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. what's naughty boy? <laughs> Doesn't sound good. It's where we take our shirts off and wrestle. <laughs> like uh that doesn't sound good naughty boy yeah so he starts to there's a phone in the room a black phone believe it or not and it's not connected to anything it doesn't have a cord it's like just dangling there but then you know he hears it ring periodically and then one time he hears it ring and he picks it up and who's the first kid that calls um is it the paper boy Yes. No. Well, Is it? Oh yeah, I think so. Or maybe not. Yeah. Fuck, I don't remember. No, isn't it the Asian kid first? Oh, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. The From baseball. the beginning. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it's kind of. Cr- I liked that they were like they don't really like know who they are. They're calling from like the, you know, the the other side. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Are you? I forget the kid's name. I think it was Billy, right? The, the Asian baseball player, um, and he's in the beginning of the movie. And uh, Finny, ow, uh, Bruce, like play Bruce. But yeah, oh yeah. Then I remember Bruce Lee. But uh, <laughs> Finney's pitching, and he they get like a home run off him or something. And that uh, Bruce was like, ah, "Damn, it's a line." He says it over and over, and I can't remember. it. Oh, yeah, you got a heck, strong hand. You almost had me or heck, something like that. You had a heck of an arm. You almost heck had yeah. me or something. And then uh, he repeats that to him over the phone. He's like, Bruce? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like, I can't remember my name. Uh, he says, I remember, I remember you have a heck of an arm. <laughs> and you almost got something like that. And... What does he? And they all kind of like give him a piece of information about what's going to happen that'll help him. I don't remember Bruce's specific information. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um. Uh, anyways, so it's either him or the next one. Like, uh, oh yeah, he leaves the door unlocked, and then the phone rings. But ring, but ring. Answers a hello. Don't go up there. Why? He left the door unlocked. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting for you at the top. He wants to play naughty boy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, he, he's got a belt and he's waiting. He's going to beat you until you pass out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. <laughs> naughty he boy. Keep, he just keeps beating you. And he doesn't, <laughs> and he doesn't stop. <laughs> until his arm really hurts. <laughs> you think I like beating you? My hand hurts so bad. <laughs> Look what you've done to my hand. It's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that's funny too because yeah. I did that that movie thing where like after he after he talks to that kid on the phone that tells him not to go up, he immediately I think immediately cuts to the stairs looking down in the door and he starts walking. Up. I'm like, what are you doing? He just told you not to fucking go up there. But then he luckily he just kind of peeks and then goes back down. But I was like, no, what are you? Stop this. this yeah, is he's sitting there. Moment. He's sitting there with his shirt off, with the, mask <laughs> on, with the belt in his hand. And he's he's kind of jacked for this. So he's got like yeah. big pecs and shit. He's, he, looks, he looks pretty built in this. And, uh, that's pretty funny. It's <laughs> a pretty funny look. And then I don't know. The fucking mask, too. The mask is always different. Yeah. Like, I. 
interchangeable mouths and shit. It's like one scene it'll be smiling, one scene it like the big the first scene it didn't have a mouth at all. Mm-hmm. Then or one scene it'll be frowning or it's it's kind of weird, kind of creepy. Um, yeah. So then you know some other you realize it's all these the dead kids calling them on the phone, and I really liked the uniqueness. I didn't know this was going to be like a uh, supernatural kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I thought this was just going to be like a kidnap, like Cloverfield Lane type, just right kidnap kidnapper and the kidnappy. So this was a pleasant surprise to see some of that in there. Yeah, I like yeah, that I extra really- layer of that because I I thought the same thing. I thought it was going to be like like you just like a cat and mouse you know type of deal where he's going to try to escape the whole time and think of cool ways and he keeps getting caught or something. Um, like two hours of that or an hour and a half of that. <clears throat> but yeah, I like the added um the added you know layer of the supernatural, especially with the ghost and with um and with the sister having those dreams. Like I said, it feels very Stephen Kingy to me. Like Stephen King is really good at that too. Like real world yeah. stuff with like supernatural. And so, I don't know. They 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 keep giving him these tips. Like one kid, hey, I pulled this uh, cord out of the wall over here. Okay, if you pulled the cord out of the wall, why is it still in the wall? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. So I was like, are they? They're not. For it felt like they're telling him things that they tried to do, but then. It almost feels like towards the end, they're not. They were just telling him things that he needed to do, not that they actually tried to do or that actually worked. Because everything that the reasoning they they give for everything is not what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, so that's one example. And another example is like, uh, one of the kids is like, oh, I tried to dig my way out. That tile's loose over there. And he goes over there. And he breaks the tile. So he said, he said, he said it was loose. I was like, what yeah. is it? It looks like you're the first one getting in here. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm like, this looks... The only, my brain processes it as like, A, I thought he said it was new and he was like digging it out. Why does it look brand new? And then like, I mean, it was like, uh, maybe yeah. the guy fixed it or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, and, it's not really explained. Uh, and there's, he's like, I almost made it out. I just couldn't get under the, you know, the foundation. Out. Yeah. I, I got in, I got in and under, but I couldn't get out. And then he's digging. He's like, there's no hole. I was mm-hmm. like, what? there's no hole though. What the fuck is going on? And then what's another one? Another hint was, a uh, Oh, oh breaking through the wall. wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> behind that wall right there, there's a freezer. You can get to the back of the freezer and take the back off. the. Fr- You'll be in the freezer. and so he takes the the top off the toilet and starts fucking busting in the the concrete wall which i thought was ridiculous i was like porcelain toilet top Mm -hmm. a couple hits this thing's gonna disintegrate (laughs) (laughs) shit (laughs) i don't know i don't know how that's working but anyways he gets to the back of the freezer and uh happens to get like a piece of the toilet out that he could use to unscrew the back and then, then takes that off and he gets in the freezer and he's uh there's meat in there so everything you know what i mean like this kid says you could get through that wall but the wall's fucking there mm-hmm. this kid says you could get this cord i got it it's still there 
This kid says you could dig under the foundation and get out. There's no hole. Oh, See, it's so, all, so almost like they're preparing him for the inevitable confrontation. And everything, that... and everything they're, they're saying wasn't really the reason that they gave for it. Right. You know what I mean? It's like the reasoning for the hole is to dig out. That's not, that's not what it was used for. Right. Reasoning for the freezer was to get out through the freezer. It's not what it was. Yeah. Reasoning for the cord was to get out through the window. Not what it was for. Right. So it's kind of these different layers that you don't understand to the end, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Almost like a, almost like a signs where it's like swing for the fences. And what yeah. does that mean? And it's like, don't stop believing, you know, and then the water everywhere and it all happens to work out perfect at the end. Uh, so that was kind of cool. And, um, so yeah, there's meat in the freezer, and he's like, "Well, fuck, I can't get out of here." So how's how's this frozen steak gonna help me? And he's like trying to hit the freezer door from the inside. I'm like, "Bro, no, that's <laughs> a waste of <your> time." <laughs> have you ever you ever shut one of those freezers where they have that handle like that? So, Kunk! Yeah, like, you ain't getting fuck, out. You ain't fucking breaking that from the inside, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is locked. So, but I thought at that time I was like, "Well, you're in the back of the freezer." <laughs> You can just push the freezer. I'm sure. Right, right. You could push it over, get some leverage by pushing from the top and making it tip over. Tilt it over, yeah. Or just put your feet against it and give it all you got and just get just a couple inches, a little bit, push it out, and you'd be able to get out of there. I was like, come on, man, try harder than that. Yeah, but we um, established already he's a pussy, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know he's a pussy, but all of a sudden he's MacGyver when he's in there. He's like, yeah, right. He's like, he's like talking to himself. He's like, okay, calculating. No, that won't. Work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, and then there's like some cool scenes with the cops. That was a cool scene where the cops uh, are canvassing the neighborhood and they go to this house, and uh, this guy, <laughs> he's like, yeah, "Have you seen this boy? Oh, come on in." I would love to talk about this. <laughs> and he's got the fucking like CSI board set up with the fucking string and all the yeah. kids. He's like, now listen to me. <laughs> the killer had to come from here. And he's got all set up. And uh, and he, we established that he lives with his brother. He's like, no, I'm not from here. Yeah, I'm I love that with bit. my brother yeah. for a bit. I just heard about the case. I came down to see what I could do. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> And uh, just call us. He's like, just call us if you see the kid, okay? Or if I have any new leads, right? Because <laughs> now that we're working the case together, <laughs> like, and you wonder why he's got so much enthusiasm. And then the cops on the way out say, "Hey, make sure you clean up before your brother gets home." And then there's like three lines of coke on the coffee table. It's like, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Shit." <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm going to start this. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you get the you get the reveal, which I already figured out. I don't know if they if they could have filmed it a different way, but um so before they even the cops even get to this house, there's a random sequence of a dream that uh what's her name? Uh Gwen. That Gwen had his sister uh, Finney's sister. Anyways, there's a, a sequence where he's standing behind. He's at a house, and he's he's standing behind a black door with a window, and he's, like, banging on it and screaming. And it's like, I don't know, it's a very distinct-looking door. And mm. then when the cops come, I just notice that door. I'm like, 
Oh, we're in the house. I don't know who this guy is. Not Ethan Hawke. I don't know what the connection is there, but that's the same <clears throat> yeah. door that was in the dream. So when then when the camera when he, while he's doing the line of coke, the camera like goes through the floorboard and goes down to the basement. So I, I already kind of saw that reveal coming, but um, I was still just like, who the fuck is the brother? And I was like, is he just unaware of what Ethan Hawke's doing? Like, what's going on here? But that seemed to be the case. Yeah, and uh, and the girls like trying to figure out where he is by like dreaming on purpose and stuff, and then like scouring the neighborhood, which is pretty cool, looking for things she saw in the dreams. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one of the, one of the best moments of the film with her is she wakes up and she has a little dollhouse where she prays, and she's like, yeah. "What the fuck, God? Like seriously, what the fuck?" <laughs> He's like, "I've been begging you for your dreams. You ain't giving me no dreams." That, that, that was a pretty funny scene. Yeah, and then um, I I can't remember. Yes. Oh, so so how does it happen? The kids can the kids prepare him, right? And then you know he gets one last call, and it's from his friend, the Mexican kid who's the badass from school. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Now's the finally the time you got to defend yourself." I told you it's gonna happen. This will be the last call you get. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna give you the plan. You're gonna fill the phone with dirt. All right, it's gonna be it's gonna turn it into a killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> give us some heft. Yeah, and then it is so it's pretty funny. Step back, swing. <laughs> I love that shot. That was a cool shot with like them both doing it at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It seems like that wouldn't work at all, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you okay? Step forward, hop back, <laughs> and step forward, why, again, are we, swing. <laughs> why are we stepping forward twice and hopping back? Yeah, why don't we just swing from the beginning? <laughs> now we want to give them the razzle dazzle, the old shuffle. <laughs> Even the old Muhammad Ali. <laughs> oh shit! He went back. Uh, I don't know what to do. Him. <laughs> uh, what do I do? Do I approach? Stunned. Do I go? <laughs> oh, it's God. like a. It's like a. What the hell was that movie? Um, the the Watson movies, Sherlock Holmes movies. It's like oh, discombobulate. Yeah. Oh, he jumped back. Oh shit. <laughs> hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so he tells him that, and he's like. Uh, he was like, "Well, you couldn't kill him. How could I? You know, because this kid was a hard ass. Like, you can. You got to kill this son of a bitch for me, man. All right. Don't make my life worth something. I want to help my friend. And that was pretty cool. He was like, "Yeah, friends don't leave friends behind. My yeah. daddy didn't. That's why he never came back from Vietnam. And I'm never coming back. But at least you can. <laughs> so oh shit. Cool. Yeah. So you've always been strong." Eh. <laughs> <That's debatable. laughs> you, you, yeah, that was pretty funny. You couldn't throw a punch, but goddamn, could you take one? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I've never so seen good. someone take a punch like <laughs> you, strong motherfucker. You, you absorbed it with all your power. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. Mm. So he comes up with this like land he knows it's over it's like he's like you haven't been playing the game and he's done he's done playing with you he's on to the next he's running out of time so what does he do he takes the grate right from the window that supposedly the cord was to get out of the window somehow and he puts the grate in the hole which never came close to getting out of the 
the basement. Yeah. He puts that in the hole and he covers it with a rug. Like this guy's like, <laughs> I love how it's like he just leaves these rugs in here. Yeah, it's like ah. four or five rugs. They might, they might use them for something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have somewhere else to store the rugs. Everything yeah. else is completely empty. But yeah, the rugs I got to keep in here though. I'm wondering and if because that's got that's an intentional thing. I don't think that there's got to be a reason. The only thing I thought of was like maybe he uses them to roll the bodies up. Like he just has them in the basement ready to like roll them up and then put them over shoulder. I don't know, but <clears throat> it feels like it's got to be an intentional like just like the black well, phone. It's like why would there be an un why would there be a phone there? Why wouldn't you just take it off? Like maybe it's like a psychological thing of like with these kids, like, oh, if this was plugged in, you could ask for help. But the fact that it's not, it's like the yeah. psychological fuckery. Uh, and the thing that like he, he comes in there and sees like the rugs on the ground and he doesn't think too wise about it. Well, that's right. nice. Make it, make it, make yourself at home. Make it, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. You're making it feel homey. I like it. <laughs> and obviously he doesn't roll up the kids in the, the, thing because remember when he's about to kill him he goes to the hardware store and buys a bunch of stuff and he buys like tarps oh yeah he buys like bags of lie right stuff stuff like that um so yeah he sets that up in the great covers it was yada 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 he's got the phone now packed with dirt um does he add the the cord does he like does he tie it on to the end of the phone to make it longer? I don't remember. I don't. He does some sort of trickery on the on the floor to where he pulls it. It's like a, a foot trap, but I don't remember what it's like. How he? Oh does yeah. It. <clears throat> okay, something like that. Um. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's fucking MacGyver. Yeah. He's Kevin <laughs> uh, McAllister. <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> if he only had some micro machines <laughs> and some marbles. <laughs> Give me some micro machines and some marbles. I could have taken down Ted Bundy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. But yeah, then uh. Oh yeah, and then there's some weird stuff like the one kid. Remember, like this, almost like the stranger kid, rocker kid, who like carves the number in the kid's arm, and the pinball kid. Yeah. One of the murder victims. It's like. It's super strange. There's all these layers. You think he's just calling, talking to her, but then like she's transported to the past in her dream. Mm -hmm. She's like riding with him. And remember, he's like, uh, that's the house. That's the house you're going to die in. And he's saying this on the phone, but now he's saying it again with the sister in the car. And he's in the cop car from when he carved the number in the kid's arm. And the number in the kid's arm is the address. Mm -hmm. And when he's pointing, he's driving past the house when he's pointing. So there's these like different layers of like, did this actually happen <clears throat> before he died? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just strange. It's very unique, uh, cool story that doesn't, doesn't hold your hand and give you everything, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Unlike, you know, more recent horror where it's like yes the tumor is on your back and it became a human and then it became sentient <laughs> <laughs> explains every goddamn thing yeah for sure uh so that was nice and so anyways she sees the house and she's riding her bike and then she finds the house with this weird tree in the front and the address is the same and she calls the cops and i like how the cops when they answer the phone are like get on get on it <laughs> just bring like the <laughs> The whole cavalry 
just because this little girl said something and they have no evidence. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, God damn it. She knew about the balloons. <laughs> <laughs> and so they bring everybody there and fucking they get in the house and it's empty. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Another, another fucking twist and turn. What's going on, man? This is the house. That's the door. Yeah. What's going on here? And then, but they enter the basement and they see like the mounds of dirt. And so this is where he's burying the kids. I was like, okay. Motherfucker owns two houses. He's doing well. Yeah, he's doing right. I imagine the abracadabra. (laughs) (laughs) Abracadabra homes. (laughs) It'd be popping. Yeah, two homes. Um, and then, well, the brother. This is great. The brother finds out. What does he start to? He does enough coke where he finally becomes a genius. It's just you got to do enough. There's a line. There's a there. There's a line, and you have to snort it and cross the line, and you, you can do some things with your life. So he just does one more. Like, wait looks a minute. At the, what the? Wait a minute. <laughs> and because he's got this area of where the person should live, and it's like it, it, their house is fucking right in the center of it. It's like holy shit. And then he's like, he goes and. You know, there's a basement. Apparently, he's never been down there. Yeah. Just fucking... We do have a weird basement that has a bed and a phone yeah. and some carpet. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a little suspicious. So he, uh... oh, that's another thing. Remember when one of the dead kids was like, "Did you try stacking the carpets? Get out the window." <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, they're round, first of all, and they roll. <laughs> Second oh, of all, God. sounds like you could have tried that and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh... And, you know it's like uh, and then when he puts the carpet up vertically it's like well that seems perfect climate <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, so yeah the, the brother comes in and this is when uh, the kid is totally prepared to fight for his life yeah. like he knows it's, it's going to happen so he's sitting there stance he's going over his mind okay step forward back back A-A-B-B, up select. (laughs) He's like reciting the code in his head. And, uh, you know, the brother. Oh, shit. (laughs) He looks in there. Yeah. No fucking way. (laughs) He's like, like, who are you? He's like, "Uh, who are you? He's like, Man, I knew my brother was hiding something, but this is fucking crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't worry, kid. I'm gonna help you. Okay. My my brother's gone. Don't worry. He's he had to go to work, and uh, we're gonna get you out of here, man. Don't you worry, buddy. Okay. <laughs> it's all coked up. You know, we're gonna help you. Okay, man. Yeah, I, I love and the then, line. Like, I, I know you're getting to the to the thing here, but I love that right before that happens, he's like, "You want to know how I figured it out and got down here?" Like, he's all excited <laughs> about how he figured it out. <laughs> that was pretty good. And then he's like, "No, no, no! It's a great story." <laughs> <laughs> and then they, yeah, Ethan Hawke's behind him and just like, "Ooh, she's the top of his head with an axe." Yeah. Ah, I'm sorry, Max. Look what you made me do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! And I was like, "I didn't do that. You did, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you are a naughty boy." <laughs> You made me kill my brother. Um, and then he's like, uh, you know, usually I do this with a knife. 
but you're you're a special boy. So I got this axe. Anyways, uh, and then we get the conference. I don't remember exactly how it happens because he's like in the foyer of the basement, and then somehow shuffles to that hallway where the yeah. carpet is. I don't I don't exactly remember how that happened. How we got over there, but anyways, he uh. He does. Oh, I remember the shuffle was had a purpose, right? Because he like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> when he goes back, <laughs> Ethan Hawk kind of lunges towards him and falls in the hole or something. And then, you know, his foot goes in the grate, breaks his ankle. And now he's stuck in the hole. And then he uh, hits him with the phone a couple times. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> and then yeah. he's like, <laughs> he has to kind of. Oh. <laughs> Timing. You get, nice, get a nice little whack. Don't hit me back, damn it! Uh. <laughs> and then he like jumps on him, strangles him with the cord, and then the phone starts ringing. And remember, one of the ghost boys said, "Uh, one of the lost boys said he can hear the phone too, but yeah. he he ignore he pretends that he doesn't because he he doesn't want to believe it." And so the phone rings, and you can see his eyes light up like, what the fuck? It's ringing. And then he puts the phone to his ear and says, it's for you. And it's all the kids. You're going to die down here. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he uh, strangles the shit out of him. And he uh, walks out. And... Uh, and now he knows the code from all the, you know, he got the code earlier from one of the boys for the bike lock. Uh, yeah, the the brother's like, I was wondering why he was locking our house from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> seemed, seemed kind of strange to me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hmm, lock? The circle on the map has our house in it? I'm trying to connect <laughs> some dots here. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, so he walks out, and then it's pretty fucking awesome. He walks out and sees all the cops at the house in the corners getting the bodies right across the street. And his sister's, you know, sitting there sad, thinking she's too late, you know, and uh, thinking that they're probably going to pull his body out of there. And then he just comes walking slowly out of the house across the street's door. She, like, sees him. And that's pretty cool. She runs over there and hugs him. <clears throat> and the cop sees him. They go over there. Uh, and they find out that's the place it's been happening. Um, and then that's pretty much it. Other than uh, the dad coming and hugging him at the ambulance and apologizing to the kids. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. And then we just get one last scene of Finney going to school. And he has graduated to his final form, Finn. No longer Finny, because he walked <laughs> because he walks into school and everybody he was just a pussy and everyone fucking knew it and he always got beat up. Yeah. And now he's the guy that killed the grabber and everyone knows that. Mm -hmm. And so he's walking through and everyone's like, "Oh, that's him! It's the guy that killed him!" Whoa, man! With his beard, I heard he gouged his eyes out. Yeah, <laughs> heard he cut his dick off and shoved it down his throat. <laughs> wow! And all and all the girls like, "Ooh, murderer, <laughs> kinky." And so he's uh he goes into like science class with his lab partner. Remember, was like kind of cute girl who kind of only liked him before. Um, and he sits down next to her and, "Hey, Finny, call me Finn." 
<laughs> Directed by Jendi Tchaikovsky. <laughs> yeah, and then that's our ending. Uh, pretty cool, man. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, really interesting. I love these unique stories. I thought it was very unique. Uh, really cool. A little slow in the beginning, getting to the abduction because you're mm-hmm. like you know what it's about. You're like oh, I'll get to the abduction. Let's get going yeah. on this. But I mean, not terribly in a bad way. It's just it's just a little slow, and it does have some kind of cool stuff in the beginning too that you need to establish. Um, but then yeah, the real uh girth of the movie is the getting the calls from the kids, and this is cool when they show up. You know, they're standing there. I think, oh, yeah, I forgot that one scene. That was like the creepiest one with the kids fucking hovering upside oh, down. Oh, yeah, that was pretty and then creepy. The, and the blood dripping. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, overall, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was totally not what I expected, which was uh, uh, a really cool breath of fresh air. It surprised me. And I think it's better than what I was thinking it would be because of it having the kind of supernatural element. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Hawke was pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah, and another thing, like when he rips his mask off, I thought that was cool. Like, like Ethan Hawke is like, he's just this fucking weirdo, you know, when he took the mask. <gasps> yeah, he's like a vampire <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> like he can't stand not having it on. And um, yeah, so really enjoyed it. I think, hmm, uh, 8.6 8.6 nice we are really extremely like close uh, yeah I enjoy the hell out of this um, yeah I echo everything you just said it's a breath of fresh air um, <clears throat> I do think yeah it's a little slow but you know not trying to take your words out of your mouth but yeah i mean there's so many all that's necessary because it all leads and builds to to things that happen later on which i really appreciate and even like some characters get moments that i enjoy whereas like like the dad we didn't talk about a scene where you know the first time you're really introduced to him is when he's wailing on his daughter which already leaves a bad impression on, on us as an audience and then i think you know a few scenes later with the dad he's like normal you know he's not drunk he's just kind of talking to his daughter and she's like hey can we talk about these dreams again i know you said not to talk about them and he's like sure let's talk about them and then he basically tells her like hey your mom <clears throat> excuse me your mom had dreams and visions and she made her do bad things and she killed herself so it all just like wraps up with like oh that's why i mean he's going about it the wrong way by beating his child but the reason why he's so strict on her is because he doesn't want to lose her so like there's little scenes like that where like i think a lot of movies would wouldn't do that they would just like oh this is an asshole father that's the character and that's all you get <clears throat> but i think even just giving yeah. him layers i thought was really um and i almost felt like the kid thinny like that was his version of her dreams right him seeing these kids and being able to do something like that yeah you, you don't really know but is he just dreaming all this too and it just happened to help him or you know that was kind of interesting too that that could be like his uh form of the dreams right right um <clears throat> So yeah, I, I like this little these little touches of the movie that I think make it stronger that they didn't have to do. I mean, even all the stuff you were mentioning about like all these things that these kids are telling him to do, that you think that you know they 
tried it or, or or like they're not they're they're preparing him for something a confrontation at the end of the movie like maybe they can see into the future maybe time is a weird thing and in, in, in the afterlife um but it all pays off like you know, there's a shot of a, a a freezer full of meat and you're just like oh there's a freezer full of meat and then later on he oh yeah we forgot to, to, to establish get out. Yeah, yeah how that how that part worked out yeah um so like all these little things and i just i think i just like the the overall message of a movie which is kind of funny to say in a horror film i think a lot of horror films are just there to stab women half naked women and, and you're in and out in an hour and a half but i like this message of the movie of like being able to stand up for yourself and like having a backbone i mean that's what this movie is about is like is kind of developing that um i thought that was a cool message for a, a horror movie um <clears throat> yeah so Anyways, yeah, I'm very close. I'm an 8.4. There's there's not a whole lot I would uh, change about it. Uh, I do think as, as comedic as the brother is, I don't know if he really adds anything to the overall plot. He's just kind of <laughs> there. So I can't ignore that, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't, he's a little wishy-washy, that character, but it's funny, but he's, but he's fun. So it's like, you kind of get a pass. Um, but no, yeah, I thought it was just really enjoyable. And uh yeah, I think I'll be rewatching this uh, here in a couple months for for my Halloween stuff. I wouldn't mind giving it another yeah. shot. <clears throat> Sweet, eight point four, eight point six, good movie. Go check it out. Um, so that's pretty crazy. We get two good movies in a row. That hardly happens around here. We usually yeah find a find a dud somewhere. So although people are starting to turn on that movie for ridiculous reasons, but whatever. Turn on what? Prey. Prey. I haven't oh. seen nothing about that. What do Hold. You mean? women angle and all that get a lot of people well i don't know we don't have to get into all that there's just a lot I, of stupid people on the internet yeah i don't know what you're talking about i haven't seen anything like that. Mm. it's because uh, you don't have a twitter twitter is a cesspool yeah, <laughs> that will destroy fuck. your brain cells fuck with twitter yeah and we didn't mention in that review which is should probably it was a cool fact that we didn't have in there unfortunately <clears> that that was the first movie to ever have uh comanche as the as in a native language film. Oh wow, that I didn't know that. That's pretty yeah. cool. Native language Comanche, yeah, first time. Um, you'd have to look up the, what exactly. I don't know what they meant by that. Like if they have a dub where it's all Comanche, or I don't, I, I didn't quite understand it. Some kind of first ever Comanche in a film something to do with the language yeah they they <laughs> did so we did talk and this is another kind of unfortunate thing because i didn't know it until after we we had a review but um we we made a point to talk about um that there were no subtitles and that it wasn't spoken in in um Coma uh, comanche language it was spoken in english we, we talked about that in a review but apparently on hulu you can turn on it's like a comanche dub version it's not subtitled and they're not speaking in, in comanche but it's just like a dub version which i think is kind of lazy like you know you probably could have just yeah. filmed it and it, do two scenes back to back one in english one in comanche you probably could have just had uh subtitles but uh but either way yes it, it, i think what you're getting at is probably the first comanche uh dub, dub. or yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> sweet and, and another cool thing with that did you, that dog was a shelter dog that was uh, adopted just for specifically to make that movie and was a shelter dog. I had no screen training whatsoever. And then starring in this big old movie. And That's awesome. Cool. I didn't know that. That's yeah. so cool. Really cool. Yeah. Shelter dog taken specifically for this movie. And now is a big movie star and everyone's That's amazing. Raving about it. And the, the shelter where she came from was posting all these pictures from the movie and then from when she first got to the shelter. Yeah, that's, oh, cool. that's awesome. <clears throat> right on.
Yeah, so uh, eight point, you said 8.4, right? 8.4, yeah. 8.6. <laughs> really good. Go check it out. Uh, as always, thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on uh, Apple Music. And as always, here on YouTube. We enjoy having you. And uh, we'll see you next Sunday. So until that next piece, I'm going to say peace. Peace.